Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Cry Havoc. This episode is with Woody Weaver. He's a stand-up comedian and part-time volunteer at Planned Parenthood. Um, one of the most intricate comedians that I know, the way that his comedy is, is very uh, well-written, very in-depth, and uh, I really enjoyed this interview, and I hope you all do the same. As always, Joe's Underground, 9 p.m. on Thursdays. Be there or be square. Now imagine you are tripping absolute dick on mushrooms. I guess I need to pick it up with my own butthole. It feels like a magic trick because some people happen. Why are you asking such deep questions? Start this thing. I just repeated the same thing. But anyway, um, I actually kind of want to continue that conversation about buying a house. Because, yeah, like, you were just saying, you know, if so-and-so could buy a house, I could buy a house. And there's a lot of... That's kind of how I started doing stand-up comedy, too. It's like, well, if that guy can do it. And, um, I don't know. I've never... I literally went to file for bankruptcy. And the lawyer asked me, like, what was your plan for, like, buying a house? You didn't think about your credit. You didn't think about this or that. And I was like, I really didn't even plan on living this long. So... No, I didn't have a plan on buying a house, and, like, I just felt like such a child when he asked me that question. But, um, but yeah, I assume you're probably farther down the road towards buying a house than I am at this point. You looking to buy something in Columbia? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, how did you, uh, how did you first get into stand-up? Um, when I moved here, like, I was looking at different cities, and, I'll turn that off. Rude! <laughs> just kind of, I was looking it at, like, the different... It reminded me of you all my stuff, too, Yeah, so. all the different <laughs> cities there are, like, I just wanted something that was closest to not having snow as I could get without, you know, gone that far or whatever, but... Yeah. And, um... So it was mostly for the weather. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I, I, th I knew during a pandemic that helping out politically would be good and like stand up as in a pandemic you'd help it rebuild it in a way right and still kind of be in there yeah and i always kind of wanted to do it but there's just never a place for me to do it and like i was like two hours from pittsburgh but i didn't really want to go to pittsburgh yeah i think you're right about that that what's crazy about 
comedy in a pandemic is like it's like starting from the ground floor with everybody else even though it's like kind of not because there's all this all these people who had just stopped and then all of a sudden we have this huge influx of people coming back into comedy and I definitely saw a lot of that in Austin and I know that most of that's probably Joe Rogan's fault but seriously it's a lot of people getting into it right now yeah and like with Mike Go- you know about Mike Goodwin I've heard the name before for sure I think yeah, I've he seen was him. on America's Got Talent and like oh yes just yeah walking on into, Got Talent. like walking into that like Mike Good already kind of a legend right somewhat locally yeah and his daughter you know about his daughter I've heard him say stuff on stage about her, but... Um, she has this huge, I guess, company, like, for hair ties or something. Okay. And, like, that's just kind of a legend in that way. So right. So, just walk into that. Yeah. And, like, I remember whenever he... He must have been, like, planning to go on that show probably February, I would say. Yeah. Because, like... Of 2020 or yeah well, yeah this year because I just or 2021 yeah 2021 right um and but he he was clearly a legend he clearly wasn't doing it that much in the pandemic so the only I'm thinking the only reason he would have done it was because of that right and, yeah um, the yeah basically the gold rush of comedy what do you, what do you call that the yuck rush the the, the Mr. Yuck rush. Mr. Yuck. Yes. Did not stop any children from, like, swallowing any chemicals. It just made it more attractive. Was Mr. Yuck a thing? You didn't know about Mr. Yuck? I do not know about Mr. It's Yuck. It's like this green circle with, the, like, a, the tongue sticking out. Yeah. And, like, that's... It was supposed to, like, say, oh, this chemical's bad. So Don't. it's like a symbol that you put on a chemical thing? Yeah. But it... Is like a mouth open, ready to receive something, and the they thought that was a, a great idea. Yeah, they, they thought it would deter children, but they thought, thought it was cool. No, yeah, it. I mean, the way you describe it, it sounds like a symbol that's meant for like, oh, you should put this in your mouth, bro. Like that doesn't sound like a very effective symbol. Um, I don't know what I was gonna say. The um, Tide Pods was weird, right? Did you see, um, I got an ad on Facebook. It's so hard to tell what's an ad and what's a meme anymore (laughs) that you have to like check if it's a sponsored post sometimes. But there was this post and I don't remember which one it was, but it was whiskey pods, (laughs) like Tide Pods, but they got whiskey in them. And it's that same shape, the same, like, cellophane outside thing. And just, like, I don't... The milk crate challenge, I... If I see one of those going on and no one's looking, I'm just going to take some milk milk crates, because those are just awesome. Right. Oh, yeah, they're super useful. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for, like, moving and stuff, or just general storage. If you have any vinyl, they fit perfectly in there. You could sit on them? You could sit on them, yeah, for a time period until they just collapse. Um, my former boss used to use them all the time for, like, moving electrical 
materials around all the time because we get a bunch of metal and plastic boxes and like different bars for hanging lights on and whatnot and really awkwardly shaping stuff so you gotta just throw it in a crate that's got holes in the side so you can jam stuff around um do companies care if you just take them from their store the milk crates yeah i assume they do it depends i think it would depend on the store because like if it's a store that gets those all the time and they just don't even use them then i'm sure they wouldn't mind but right now those things are like worth money yeah. Just like, because of the milk crate challenge. I'm thinking if I get caught, it's for public safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw one of those going on when I was in Austin. I don't know if you saw the video, um, but I actually did try it because I'm like, I don't know. I just, I looked at it. I was like, I know this is going to be harder than it looks. And then I got up there, and I was like, this is way harder than it looks. How much of it is mental? Uh, I would say a good bit of it, although I kind of, like, I feel like I am good at the mental aspect of it, because, like, that's one thing yoga has been teaching me ever since I started dating Brittany, is, like, that whole, like, calm down, breathe, Move your body the way you want your body to move. You're in control of this thing, like this flesh suit or whatever it is. You're in control of it to be able to move where you want it to move. And you can balance better now. No, I can't balance better now. Now, having... Okay, she has dreads and you have a crop top. Are you legally required, one of you, to do a milk crate challenge? I think Yes, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and I mean, I like to people to think that I'm younger than I am. So if I'm doing something a Zoomer did, like, yeah, that's that's the ticket, right? And how old are you? 27? 28. 28, Ooh. It's not bad. It's not too old, I guess. It's not. It's older than people think I am, which is good. Um, and I think the crop top helps with that a little bit. And I was thinking about this the other day, that there's probably a cutoff. God damn it. I did not mean to make that pun, but there's probably a cutoff point for the crop tops. There's probably an age where it's going to get weird, unless (laughs) I just keep doing it forever, and then it just gets funnier the older I am. It's not going to matter, because we're just going to be fighting each other for resources. Right. Even more so than we are. Yeah. And everybody... We'll just look to you for guidance. Yes, I am thinking about starting a cult. That is you didn't already. how I plan on funding the podcast. Um, well, I, I offered to pay Jen Snyder whatever filing fee to start her cult. Like file was, as a religious organization? Yes. Yeah. Because she was talking about that. Couldn't have been that long ago because I moved here a year ago. But she was talking about that. Yeah. I don't know why she didn't start that. I would probably join that cult. I don't know if dudes would be allowed, though. Doesn't seem like Jen's type of cult. I don't know. They probably would be. She doesn't seem <laughs> like she discriminates. She's not a sexist, you know? Um, yeah, uh, cult has been something that I've, like, always thought I had the personality and charisma for, but never could quite pin down what my theology is 
So, like, I'd have to write, like, a book or, like, find a book that already says what I think and then make that the thing and just replace words with Jesus like every other cult does and just... Ugh. I want to start a cult around planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, the movie? I could definitely get behind that. I don't know if we we're going to be, like, John Candy-based. We would need other cults that are doing John Candy movies. I think the returning savior would be John Candy at that point, right? He's the messiah. And we're just... I don't know about that, but like worship what was and be appreciative of what he was. Mm-hmm. We don't need another one. Okay. That's fine. But yeah. plane trains and automobiles, it has all the emotions. Yes. And like it's got everything in it. It's it only does. an hour and a half long. Yeah. It's a um, really good movie. Yeah, Canadian Bacon, I, Canadian Bacon was also good, but it's very busy. Bacon, I don't think I've seen that one. It is that was another John Candy? By, yes, John Candy was in it. Yeah, okay. Rhea Perlman, I think, from Cheers. Okay. Maybe Cuba couldn't shoot, I'm not, I don't know, but Michael Moore directed it. Hmm. Like, it was about insurgency from Canada or something. Okay. And they went into invade Canada, like in South Park. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I don't know which came first, but I mean, right. It was one of those those movies that's like, oh, this is this is real, this, or this will be real. Yeah, and it was like a comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess John Candy. I don't know. He could do serious stuff he if he wanted stuff. to, right? Um. What other Tommy Boy was really good? Even Tommy though Boy I don't think was that's Chris John Candy at all. I I know. I'm just like we're that gonna... era. <laughs> I don't know. If it was we're... around the same time. Right? I don't know if we're going to eighties. Eh. To... Yeah, that was the eighties. Yeah. That was the nineties. Yeah. But I think we're gonna have a good relationship with the Chris Farley cult. Yes. Um, I feel like they did more drugs. Probably a lot more if you're going to do drugs go to that cult i don't know though because sometimes it's the people you expect to be like the cleaner people or the like more straight edge guy or whatever that's doing the crazy stuff like um all i can think of is terrible rapists but you know the like cosby's or the like jared from subways you know you expect them to be like normal guys or, like, a more benign one would be, like, John Mulaney. Everybody, you know, John Mulaney is, like, a clean comic, basically, kind of. Mostly. More than most. <laughs> uh, and then um, he has to go to rehab, and he's getting divorced, and all this stuff. And you're like, now, oh. Whose baby is he having? Olivia John Munns? Mulaney? Yeah, Olivia Munns or his ex-wives? I don't know. I didn't hear about a baby. There was something about a baby. I was ha half listening to his... His interview with Seth Meyers. Okay. Because they yeah. just didn't I saw that got posted and I didn't watch the video yet. But, um, I mean, I heard Lil Nas X is pregnant. He had a. He was. He was. He's trans? No. I think he just posted. It was just a picture. It was, I think it might have even been a Photoshop. I don't know if he, like, put on the pregnancy belly or whatever, but it was a picture of Lil Nas X, but pregnant. And everybody was upset about it. Well, I mean, 
I say everybody was upset about it, but all I saw was memes complaining about how everybody was upset about it. I didn't see any people actually complaining. People don't really understand how the outrage machine works. Yeah. And I think that's most of what Twitter and Instagram do. That's why nothing is chronological. Yeah. Yeah, it's all based on the algorithms. I was just listening to a guy talking about that today. He's a guy who actually works in artificial intelligence. He was talking about the way that the algorithms are designed and the way that you could make the algorithm designed to, like, show people things that generally improves their lives. And you can do, like, studies to figure out what those things are and... You know, the same way you figured out how to make people spend money or keep clicking on your website, but instead, you know, you went that route with it, and now we all hate each other. And then there's Joe Rogan, who thinks it's an artificially intelligent robot trying to take over the planet by turning us all against each other, which is why you have to listen to both sides, because that one's way cool. That's just capitalism. Yes. You need a fucking robot for that. Well, if you think about it, capitalism is a giant artificially intelligent robot running on the algorithm of money. It's just people who use those things. But it is a system, yeah, right? It's a system. And it's a system that you know, like balances and has its ups and downs and the market makes decisions and like yeah, it's like people, but it's like a bunch of people together like an ant hive making crazy decisions about all sorts of stuff like what we should be allowed to eat and people are generally like well whoever pays the most money to tell us what to eat that's that's who we'll follow and then the you know corn gets put in everything yeah too much corn we well that was the got milk campaign there was too much milk yeah and generally i think two times a year there's like a surplus of milk and they just have to find places to dump it Cause, like, what would cause a surplus of milk? That's when the cows are pregnant. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> they just kept them going all year round. Like, once you, you can, like, if you just, like, keep it going, you keep, like, <laughs> um, then they just keep producing milk, right? It could be I more thought. than that, but generally, I think, like, two, 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 two or three times a year, there's got, like, a surplus, and, right. like, you can't store all of that, even if the homeless right. shelters wanted it. Yeah. Like, it's so just to find places it. to dump it. Yeah. Um, I remember when the pandemic, when the lockdowns first started happening, and they had to, like, throw away all these meats, and farmers were losing livestock and stuff because they couldn't sell it because nobody was open or nobody was delivering anything. It was insane, the, like, numbers of pounds of meat that they threw away and milk i think milk was a part of that too yeah and um back to like uh the planes trains and automobiles thing yes i last night i wanted to do that bit that i had but i couldn't find my notes for it to like make sure i did it properly right <clears throat> and um which is weird because like you could do the search function of the notes app. Right. It all comes up. It should. But before I got here, I was just looking, and uh, I found, like, the old video on Instagram. Yeah. And um, it's there, and my notes are also there from that same time. 
Yeah. But the search function didn't work. But basically, I think it's the, me saying that um, the birth narrative for Jesus is not the greatest story ever told. Yeah. Because they stop it 2,000 years ago. Right. The counting of the best story. Yeah. And um, if they had just kept counting, it would just be transplants and automobiles. Right. Because <laughs> it genuinely is. Yes. It's the best it's, story it's of superior. all time. And they don't have to, like, generally when you have the, the birth narrative at Christmas, it's four different gospels. You know this as a pastor kid. Right. They keep jumping around. Yeah. And with the movie, it's just one movie. You don't have to fuck around with it. Yes. You just have the one movie. It's not an anthology. We don't have to go to Star Wars here. It's the one hour and a half of just perfect movie. It's fantastic. And I need to watch that again, actually. Yeah. It's been a long time. I think the last time was on USA. <laughs> it was in the middle of the day on a Sunday or something. and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was on. Now, what was it that Mary rode in the desert? Is that a donkey or a camel? Um, I don't... I'm pretty sure it was... It's definitely either a donkey or a camel, yeah. but... Um, more Hen than likely a camel, right? Hengelette was saying that he took a course and he discovered that whatever that animal was... Wasn't even domesticated for another like three hundred years or something. Oh my god! And so just who that all that means is the person who wrote that. Yeah. Wrote it many years later. Right. Yeah. And Which so, is it's so ridiculous because like first of all, all of it was written by people. Every single word of it, every single word of everything that's ever been written was written by people, and um. I don't know. I think I was thinking about this earlier today that like saying the Lord's name in vain is like one of my favorite things to do on the planet because it's such a non real issue because there's no way that if God does exist that he even has a name. A name is a thing that humans invented and God doesn't need or want one. Therefore you cannot use it in vain. Blasphemy if you're not a part of that club, it doesn't apply to you. Right. So if you're outside of that club, and you say, Jesus Christ, fuck Jesus, yeah. fuck oh God, whatever, God. But yeah, one of those things. Yeah. It doesn't matter because you're not in that club. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love so much about it. Yeah. Is that it's something I can say that only hurts the feelings of the people in that club that... And with these anti-abortion people, like, I do the, um, Planned Parenthood greeting, um... Yeah. The antis call us escorts, like, if I wonder if anybody's yeah. ever, ever actually approached, like, escorts, huh? From whom? Yeah. Like, they're making it about themselves. Right. And <clears throat> it kind of is, but, yeah. um, why do they need escorted? Right. And but, um, for those who don't know, you do, yeah. like security, like, greeter work at Planned Parenthood, right? Yeah, we do Which have is... actual security, but we have uh, kind of a volunteer force. Force is a strong word. Yeah. If anybody wants to do that, they can But you know, it's somebody. Up. That's yeah. the problem, is, like, a lot of women, I'm sure, you know, you don't want to go alone, 
And then once you get there, there's a picket line of people chanting that you need to go home and not do this. Oh, you need to go it's, with them. Right. Like, oh, like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, this is literally something that happened. I did not witness this, but one of the other graders did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say they will take you to breakfast. And every time I say that, I'm like, we can't talk to them directly because we have a non-interference thing like on Star Trek. Right. Yeah. You don't communicate with the lower life forms. Yes. They have a true <laughs> sheep but orc drive. Yeah. Um, but, like, they always say, oh, we'll take you to breakfast. And I always say, but they won't tip. Yeah. Because these pro-life people, I'm using that quotes. Yeah. Like, will not tip. Generally. Yeah. I, I've heard this from every server I've ever met. Generally, the the worst crowd is the after church crowd because none of them tip. They're mm-hmm. all very rude. I'm not saying all Christians are whatever, but you know, <laughs> like I have a lot of good Christian friends, but whatever. Right. Put them put them aside. Yeah, the ones who barely follow it are fantastic. <laughs> but the ones that like they will go to um, restaurants and instead of tipping, they would put put out what is called a chick track. Which is like a little Bible scripture. Oh my god, I hate those. Instead of a tip. Yeah. And you, you're you saying you're for life. You want to help these women. You. And you don't want to help their life to live with food and rent? Right. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's not, that's not a thing. You're not pro-life. Well, the thing is, when you believe that giving up 10% of your money makes you more money, you... Kind of don't want to give up the other another ten percent of your money later, um, mm-hmm. which actually doesn't make sense. But that's just another thing. Yeah, and the one and like the the other reader told me um, they were like, "Come with me to breakfast. Get in my car." As like no thanks, to, stranger. <laughs> a thing to say to anybody, let alone uh-huh. one you just met. No. Nope. Hey, let's go to the second location. Yes. Right. <laughs> the first thing you say to me. Let's go somewhere else. What? Um, that is, like, literally the one thing that I have been told not to do since I was a small child. They literally offer them candy. Yeah. They have a creepy windowless van. Nope. And it's like, <laughs> they posted on social media, someone stole their catalytic converter. Oh my and god. Like, I was like, I didn't post anything about that. Because, you know, not interference. Yeah. But I did st- say on stage, like, they should be happy. Now they can walk everywhere like Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah, the bags they, they hand out. All these oh. bags have, like, a hard granola bar. Oh, great. Like, na- Nature Valley or something. Yeah, I was about to say Nature Valley. We'll call them out. Welch's grape snacks. Like, maybe not... Oh, like the little fruit snacks? Yeah. Those things are good, though. Yeah. I don't like those. I don't like gummy bears or whatever. Yeah. Um, But those old man strawberry candies. Oh, that are just in a wrapper that looks like a strawberry? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Where do those come from? What? Have you ever... Dollar store? I have never seen them on a shelf anywhere. Yeah. It might be. You're right. I don't go in the dollar store a lot, so... Yeah, their literature, which has the two leaders of the organization's name and number on it, mm-hmm. which you can find online if you'd like, and I don't know what you want to do with that information. Right. But um, 
There's definitely, like, so many things that people could do with that information. And, um, there was this, oh, there's this, this, like, tiny plastic baby. Oh, yeah. I think I showed I you that. I still have one. It's <laughs> yeah, I showed, I gave around you one. here somewhere. It's on okay. a shelf somewhere. I don't remember where I put it. It's very hard to find. But yes, <laughs> well, that that is the part of the issue. It's hard to find. Right. And then the creepiest thing of all that I would always say at the last. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I'll tell my female friends like this As list. The small one inch tall plastic baby <laughs> isn't the creepiest <laughs> thing in this gift bag. And I, and I tell tell my female friends straight up, and I I tell them this one last, a loofah. A loofah. Yes, a loofah. To scrub your dirty badge? I guess. It's <laughs> just out of nowhere. It's not like a, it's not like a, um, like one of those, like a rubber ducky coming out of it or anything. No, it's, just no, it's just a regular dollar loofah. store loofah. <laughs> they literally just went to the dollar store. That's what this was. Yes. They went to the dollar store. They were like, what do pregnant women like? <laughs> Strawberry candies, little tiny plastic babies. That's Definitely, now that I think about it, these are all dollar store items, and they're all in a plastic bag with a cardboard top that gets stapled onto it. Like, do you, do you remember whenever Bill O'Reilly initially got in trouble for all the sex stuff? Sex stuff, yeah. I mean, um, that was like mid the um, amidst the Me Too stuff, wasn't no, even it? Even before was that, it before? like okay. in the two thousands. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it makes sense he'd get okay, caught earlier. Andrew he does not seem careful. Yeah, Andrea Mackle was one of his producers, and now she's got like $10 million living on on an island somewhere. Nice. And part of this lawsuit that came up was that he called her drunk and masturbating, talking about Al Franken, of all things. Oh my god. And uh, he meant the word loofah, but he said the word falafel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's... Phenomenal. This is all in Al Franken's book. This is almost as... I mean, it's... Okay. Which is better? Which which is a better Bill O'Reilly moment? Falafel uh, loofah? Or... Tide comes in, tide goes out. You can't explain that. <laughs> the fox mole can't... There was this, like, mole at Fox, and they were like... He didn't understand the difference between... Like remote printing and faxes, so they he's too stupid, so they just told him it was a fax. <laughs> just fax it to the printer. And all of this is like probably an Alfred in books, but it's definitely talked about by Keith Oberman. Yeah, it was his nemesis for a while, but um, right. Yeah, now every time I think of that lo- loofah, because I just remembered this. Yeah, <laughs> think about the falafel. Oh my god. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, rub you up and down with the falafel. But, um, yeah, yeah, we were talking about money. They're all making money. Oh, yeah. Definitely. If I wanted to make money, make a living right now, yeah. I could just become an anti-abortion activist. Really? Yes. How How does that... I? Oh, well, yeah. So they just... Does the church hire you then, or... Um, it might... I'm thinking... It's like more of a um, heritage foundation kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like with the Save Women's Sports. They were going all That one woman was going all over the country just testifying, going events and stuff. 
Uh, they're dying, we assume. It is ridiculous to think about how much money gets poured into, like, the church and then, like, from the church into all this other activist stuff that they want to get pushed forward. Like, so much so that, like, all that shit that just happened in Texas. Mm. With the, like, how does that become a law? How does it become a law that you have a bounty on a woman? I had a joke about that. It's like, they were all playing D&D. Someone's the bounty hunter. Yeah. And I guess they're just going after all the mages that want to make the zygote disappear. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Um, But in terms of the moneymakers in Colombia, our main guy, I'm not going to say any of these assholes' name, but they can can find them if you want. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to find... That's not a direction. Pretty public figures. They're public enough. If you want to find the information, you can. Peacefully. Yes. Um, (laughs) But... If you look, you know what a nine ninety is. No. Is a tax form if you are a nonprofit. Okay. If you're a church, you're supposed to fill these out, but generally they don't. Okay. Good for them for filling it out. Right. But every year, with all the money they make uh, through donations or whatever it is, yeah, it goes up and up and up. So does what he pays himself, this main guy. <sighs> it's close to hundred k a year. Yeah. Just the, the leader of the organization or whatever? Yeah, and um, a lot of their protesters, or as they call them, sidewalk counselors. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't know how many of them are paid, but a lot of them are paid. So that's like, yeah. instead of being like a mercenary for, or, or a soldier for Christ, you're now a mercenary, you're a contractor. Right, exactly. It's dirty. Yeah, you're a, well, a bounty hunter for Christ. Yeah. Like. It's just, you know, all of your targets are wanted alive, unless they deserve the death penalty. Yeah. And then they're, then they're dead. And then, like, they're there literally every single day until, like, 4 or 5 p.m. But we're not I even mean, open every day. There aren't even abortion going, abortions going in every day. Yeah, well, that's the easiest time to get ones that, uh... Show up on the wrong day. I'm going here. I, I came in for a uh, cancer screening. Now you gotta come with us, motherfucker. Yeah, right. But, like, there's this whole raft of services that people don't realize that they do. Yeah. And if you go to their YouTube page, you see all the things, like, all the ways they've uh, saved lives and everything and improved lives. Yeah. And, um... What really pissed me off was those fake acorn videos. You remember yeah, that? the pimps. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was so disgusting. And then it came out that the videos were all staged and fake and actors. And none of the people who were posting the videos at first wanted to hear that. Yeah. James like, O'Keefe went to jail for that or something else, I would say. Yeah. But he's still out there, so. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, they're out there every day, and, like, even in Pennsylvania, the one I kind of helped out at, because, like, they, did, they didn't do abortions there, but they're still, every Thursday, Yeah. were these people protesting, and um, there was another one in a uh, town, like, 20 minutes away that also didn't do abortions. I assume they were protesters. Right. But um, if you're out there on that day protesting you're protesting everything else they do 
Right. Yeah. You you because you were too stupid or too lazy to go to Pittsburgh. You're protesting people getting educated on how not to get pregnant or getting the stuff that they need to not get pregnant, or you know, getting cancer screenings or getting you know, whatever other kind of reproductive health that. Sometimes it's like general stuff. They do a lot of different things. And some of them, if I'm not mistaken, do adoption referrals. Oh, yeah. So if you're out there protesting adoption referrals, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Exactly. Ugh. Um, I'd like, and after hearing like a good bit of comedy, of your comedy, one thing I really like about it is that you do like get political with it a lot of the time. And, like, it's a lot of, um, there's some really good references in there that I actually get, but, like, all I listen to politically is, like, you know, like, the Last Week Tonight, or The Daily Show, or The Colbert Report when it was back on, or whatever, but I still, like, pay just enough attention with, like, the memes and stuff like that, that I can really enjoy some of that, um... That's what, one of the things I'm kind of trying to do with the Rachel Dolezal bit that I did. <laughs> but, like... What happened with her? Uh, she's got OnlyFans now. Um, did you... Do you know her whole... Initially, she said she was black, but she wasn't, so right. she's transracial. Right, exactly. Which is the one, like, taboo that's still... Like, you, nobody's that woke yet. Like, that's that slippery slope. It's the next thing. It's a very large cat. Don't you think? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Chonker. Um, But yeah, I found that, like, it works a lot better if I explain who she was first and then do the joke. Because it's a solid joke, I think. I like the punchline. Oh, I forgot one moneymaker in Columbia. There's this guy. He's got to be, like, 60. Yeah. And, um... He stands out there, and um, he. I took a picture of him, sent sent uh, sent it to our leader, Allison. Oh, is this guy new? Or like, she sent me his name. Just Google him, and like, Google works. Yeah. Because like the first thing that came up was. Was it a reverse image search too? No, or? no, it wasn't oh, anything like it, that. Yeah, just his, his name. name. Yeah. Okay. Um, he testified to a Senate uh, committee that women should not be allowed to run for office. Oh. Or basically anything else, nice. I assume it. You don't say. The guy who doesn't want to let women decide what to do with their own bodies also doesn't think they should be deciding those And here's things. the weird part about him, other than other things that I'm going to tell you. Right. He's there just to take a picture of the doctor. He does that every... He just every time we do do do, want, do an abortion day wants to have a a picture of all the abortion doctors. I assume it's for, one doctor. Oh, just the one doctor? Yeah. He every, just wants a bunch of pictures of them. Yeah, he doesn't just go out like once a month or once a year. Just like there he is, <laughs> and <He's> like <laughs> definitely making one of those like really long TikTok <laughs> stories where it's like flipping through the days and it's like um. What song would go to it? Like, whatever song gives off the same vibes as White Woman's Instagram, but is not a parody. I can't. 
Da -da 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 -da. Uh, oh, Fortuna? I would walk a thousand miles. I don't know. You know what O oh, Fortuna is? No, it doesn't ring a bell. But it's like when people want to be like really dramatic, they'll play that. Mm-hmm. And maybe like institute some terror. Yeah. Okay. It's like one of those uh, orchestra Somber, things. Somber. Yeah. Low, like. Okay. In your face kind of things. Yeah. <clears throat> but we don't know what Steve is doing with those. Um, those photos. Those photos. No. Maybe jerking off. We don't know. Probably. Uh, if it was a bunch of photos, if he was trying to get pictures of all the different abortion doctors, I assume that would have, what I was going to say is that would have been for his cork board back at the house where he can stick a thumbtack in it and run a piece of yarn around that and like X them out after he's murdered them. Because like <laughs> murdering murderers is okay, right Jesus? Yes it is, oh, son. that's the whole thing with Operation Save America. It's justified if it's against an abortion doctor. That's but, ridiculous. Um, there's this other protester who's like, what do you see when you go to sleep at night? Like, are you talking about your, you know? Like, that goes well with the other guy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he's like, he's like, he, he they don't normally heckle us all that much, but he does. And he's like, what does your mother think about this? What does your friends think about this? And I was like, are you trying to date my mom? Yeah, right. Like, my, my friends think it's dope, so I don't know what... Right. Yeah, the people I associate with understand what I'm doing and respect it. And some of them, like, think we just walked off the street somehow. Yeah. Like, and I have a Planned Parenthood tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> and also a tattoo of something Dr. King said. Nice. It was basically the Poor People's Campaign. Right. So, yeah, yeah, you're not fucking with me. Yeah. No. And, like, you think I'm here by accident? No. That's what they think about the people who go there for the abortions, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, they think it's like, oh, well, I guess better go get my abortion today, like a <laughs> fucking drive-thru. No, I've made appointments for this. This has been planned. I had to set aside money. I had to, like, this is not a decision I'm just making lightly in the moment. And yeah, in order to even do that, you have to sign this acknowledgement from the legislature exactly what an abortion is, where mm -hmm. they think an abortion was. Right. Not sanctioned by a doctor. Yeah. And you have to bring that with you, and you had to have done that 24 hours ahead of time Yeah. to sign it. And I'm assuming if you're making this decision, you looked at everything, all the possible angles. Yeah. You just, ah, I want, an, I, want an, I want an abortion. Yeah. There'd be less paperwork to go to Walmart, buy a gun, and shoot the thing out of your stomach. Like, it's much easier to do that than it is to actually get it done right. Which, you know, is kind of one of the other options. I mean, there are cheaper ways than a gun, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, uh, Numbers 5, verse 11 to 31, something like that. Okay. That is the instructions in the Bible for an abortion. Oh my God! Is the it really? The Bible is pro-abortion. Numbers what? I I'm looking five, this one up. Eleven to thirty-one, I think. Numbers five, eleven to thirty-one. Numbers five, eleven to thirty-one. There we go. 
The test for an unlawful wife, unfaithful wife. Oh my God. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If a man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him, so that another man has sexual relations with her, and this is hidden from her husband, and her impurity is undetected, since there is no witness against her and she has not been caught in the act, and if feelings of jealousy come over her husband and he suspects his wife and she is impure, or if he is jealous and suspects her even though she is not impure, so even if he just thinks that she's cheating, then he is to take his wife to the priest. He must also take an offering of, the, of a tenth of an epaph of barley flour on her behalf. He must not pour olive oil on it or put incense on it because it is a grain offering for jealousy, a reminder offering to draw attention to wrongdoing. The priest shall bring her and have her stand before the Lord. Then she'll take some holy water in a clay jar and put some dust from the tabernacle floor into the water. Da 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 da. After the priest has had the woman stand before the Lord, he shall loosen her hair and place his hands in a reminder of offering grain jealousy. Put the woman under oath. If no man has had sexual relations and you have not gone astray and become impure while married to your husband, you made this bitter water that brings a curse, not harm you. But if you have gone astray while married to your husband and you have made yourself impure by having sexual relations with a man or another woman, other man than your husband, here the priest is to put the woman under his curse. May the Lord cause you to become a curse among your people when he makes your womb miscarry and your abdomen swell. May this water bring a curse, enter your body, so that the abdomen swells in your womb and miscarries. Jesus! Then the woman is to say, Amen, so be it. The priest is to write these curses on a scroll and wash them off in bitter water. He shall make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse, and this water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering will enter her. The priest is to take from her hands the grain offering for jealousy, Wave it before the Lord and bring it to the altar. Then take a handful of the grain, offering as a memorial, offering and burn it on the altar. Da da da. Uh, when she is made to drink the water that brings this curse and causes bitter suffering, it will enter her, her abdomen, and well and swell of her womb, will miscarry, and she will become a curse. If, however, the woman has not made herself impure but is clean, she will be cleared of guilt and will be able to have children. Jesus. Yeah, That's... whenever... I, I, ha I didn't have, like, the whole thing read out, but I played a Young Turks video from, like, a while ago where they were, like, quoting it. Right. And saying the Bible is for abortion. Shank was very clear. Yeah. And I played that... Yeah. For two different sets, because they, like, swap her out. <clears throat> and, like, I... The amount of times I was called a young man that day. Because <laughs> the one who, like, the old man with the doctor taking pictures of... He, he walk, walked over from... Okay, so... They have to sit at the right-of-way, and then he generally stands across the street. Yeah. He walked over from across the street. was like, young man, that man is lying to you. That's a bunch of lies. Like... That's from your book. That's, yeah, that's literally <clears throat> yours. Like, if it's somebody else's baby, God, kill that thing. 
like murder it in the womb with a magic spell a curse like that's black magic that they're talking about that's a ritualistic you're writing it on a scroll you have to take the barley and burn it on an altar you have to do all the holy water that's black magic I don't know if you've ever seen, like, Sabrina the Witch or something, but, like, it's the same thing. Just, like, the communion offering is definitely based in pagan rituals of, like, you know, you're literally transfiguring a piece of bread into the body of a god and then consuming it. Yeah, they don't even know what it is. I, <clears throat> a pastor openly told me, like, they don't know what it is. They keep arguing it. Mm -hmm. Is it actually, like, the blood and the, yeah. the flesh, or is it not? They've been arguing about this for a while, and in the right. 70s, they used chips and Pepsi <laughs> as a standard for bread and wine. <laughs> that is I mean, how it they think matter, this right? Well, I don't know. I guess most magical spells, the ingredients are pretty particular. So, it probably should be actual wine or should be actual bread but if it is just a symbol and it's not a magic spell then it doesn't matter and it can just be pepsi and chips do you know what the worst thing you can do with communion bread is what's that give it to a non-human animal really you can eat it shit out yourself you can like so pour it down the drain whatever all these things but if you give it to like a dog or something that is like the worst thing you can do that's like letting the flag touch the ground yeah yeah that's, that's that's a little ridiculous because i feel like god also loves animals and would yeah. die for them too or are we the only ones that need to die, be died for like do animals not sin is it impossible for animals to sin do they just have no rules i don't i'm confused here like where is the um where's the distinction here too because, like, I don't know, monkeys seem pretty close to... And it, it seems like they sin. It seems convenient that it's only for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's only for us. Not only are they, we the only ones who get to sin, we're also the only ones who get to eat God. So, like, I don't know. It's a hell of a trade-off. But then do they get into heaven? I don't know. I don't know. Why is there gold in heaven? That's in Revelations. I was literally writing a joke about this today. Holy in shit. In Revelations, yeah. they say it's paved with gold. gold. Why do you need... That's one place you don't need gold. Gold is ugly if you can't, like, sell it. Yeah. I'm almost positive. Like, okay, so... And I had this bit before, but Revelations... The entire book of Revelations was written by this guy who got exiled onto an island. With all the mushrooms. With all the mushrooms, and he had no idea what to eat, so he just chowed down on some psilocybes, and holy shit, did he see the end of the world, and the streets of heaven are paved in gold, and all of these different hybrid animals are there, and everything is like, there's a dragon, and he's trying to eat this giant virgin, but she's pregnant, don't worry about it, like, it's just... Colin Segura is dangerously close to a bit like that, so you might know check really? it Really? Okay. <clears throat> but, like, it's about, like, all these, the, the burning bushes and stuff. Right. <laughs> like, I don't remember it, because he only did it once or twice. Colin Segura, is he in any way related to Tom? I really doubt it. Yeah. Um, 
think we might just call this one the abortion episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, like, what is that? Uh, the numbers 5, 11 through 31, is that your favorite verse of the Bible? Because I no. have one. No, but in terms of... But I was talking to David Dowdy, who was on this program. Yeah. We will talk about the cemetery in a minute. But, um... If, or where... I don't care. Whatever. But, yeah. but um... Yeah, it, it's a part of old Jewish law, this numbers. Right. It's my understanding. Yes. Yeah, it's that part of the That is what David said. And uh, I went to the Planned Parenthood YouTube page and found them talking interviewing this rabbi that works with Planned Parenthood and it's kind of like I thought but even more yeah if you're Jewish you're allowed to get an abortion period yeah the Jewish people are like <laughs> it's weird how they have like w like the rules are way different and somehow they're less strict like they're super strict. Like you absolutely like have to do Jews. these rituals and these rules and stuff, yeah. but they're not like you can't get an abortion or like you. I don't know if they even yeah, the care so Jews much are about like you can't wink at that person that way, but you can get an abortion. Right, exactly. You can't have your cheese and your meat in the same drawer of your fridge, but you can get an abortion. And uh, yeah, and I was playing that video as loudly as I could in my little heyday speaker. Nice. I'm going to Charleston on Saturday. Yeah. And because um, uh, there's a, they're protesting Greenville, trying to protect that clinic. It's an independent clinic who doesn't want a greeter program. Right. Okay. Or whatever. And so they're they need people in Charleston, and they have this giant speaker that Belina keeps telling me about. Yeah. And we each have a playlist. Mine's better, yeah. and it's now longer than hers. Of all the copywritten music, right? Yeah. Because once you play copywritten music, any of the videos that people are taking will get taken down off the internet. Um, no, uh, YouTube. Well, YouTube, yeah. Everything, okay, last time I did that, they were blocking traffic or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the other greeters went down to help, and I, she didn't have any music playing. Right. So I went down, and I watched... Okay, so, YouTube, or, okay, Instagram, Facebook, those went up. Right. And then YouTube took, like, I don't know, five hours? Yeah. So it made me delay that one. Yeah. But somebody pl told me to play Disney. Oh, Disney so if would I be really Disney, quick. I Disney, I'm going to try that. Especially, like, if it has anything to do with schmuffortions. Like, Disney is not going to want any part of that shit. And someone told me to play, like, Star Wars or something. Yeah, right? Yeah. Dun, 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 Disney dun, owns a dun, lot. Dun, 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 so good. Yeah, I, I was playing a video, and they didn't really care about the Jewish law. They, did, they left me alone with that one. Yeah. But, um... Oh, they don't... Even though it's their own book, too. Like, they're on the same... They're on the same rules... They yeah, just like, chose to ignore the first they're half. They're actively, they're saying, oh, I want my religion to be in the forefront. I don't, you can't get an abortion because that's an affront to my religion. But all the, the Jewish people over here, they have to, if they, you have to let them if they want to. Do they have so any, that's like, do they have any specific verses about not getting a abortion or is it all just the like don't murder verses? It's all the don't murder one thing. Things. Yeah. Like, 
and God knew you beforehand, and Stephen right. brings all of these out. Yeah. It's never Genesis 6-4. You know that one, right? Uh, you'll have to refresh The Nephilim, me. the oh, Watchers. Yeah. The, I don't know if it was rape or whatever, but the angels came down, had sex with the mm -hmm. humans, created a race giants. of giants. Yeah. And then they skipped 300 years to Noah. We don't know what yep. happens to the giants. No idea. Where are the genocide? fossils? But... <laughs> but someone was telling me that's left over from the... When the Jews worshipped a pantheon of gods? Do you think the Nephilim were the dinosaurs? Maybe, but I was told by someone who researched it that it's left over from, like, the pantheon of gods. So it was all the gods yeah. and demigods and everything. Okay. To make the people pay attention. Yeah. I mean, it very closely mirrors Greek mythology in a lot of ways anyway, and now even more so that there were, like, these titans that were, like, you know, gotta keep them down, pushed underground... I um, think my favorite, um, oh, and back on the Nephilim, because I yeah. was told by David Doughty, once again, right, that in Second Peter 2.64, they bring up the Nephilim again in some fashion, yeah. and they warn about the people who prey on the innocent, Yeah, like the people in, Char in uh, Charleston, Columbia, everywhere else, which are uh, protesting. Yeah. You know, you've got me thinking... I always thought about, like, what, um, like, just had this pipe dream of, like, my, you know, either, like, my first special or, like, my Netflix special and calling it, like, Bible stories to tell in the dark. And it would be sort of themed along, like, trying to, uh, go through the Bible in order, kind of, with bits for everything along the way, which would take way more than an hour if I did the whole thing. But I think what could really help make it even funnier is putting actual Bible verses in there with the references, because then it's, like, undeniable, like, this is in there. And I wouldn't, you know, like, there could be just jokes. Like, my favorite verse of the Bible, I don't remember the exact reference, so, you know, shame on me, but it's in Ezekiel, and it's talking about how somebody's genitals were bigger than that of a horse. So, like, and I need to get the actual quote down, too, but it's definitely... Romans 19.3. Okay. Your pastor's kid. Tell me about Romans. Romans was a letter written by Paul to the Church of Rome, and he was, like, criticizing all the bad shit they were doing and telling them how to live. So, what would... Well, I don't, I don't how, remember. How long was that book? like normal length I think Romans uh, is one of the shortest books in the the okay. shortest books in the Bible oh, okay. they don't get to 19 and there was this old joke yeah um back in the day like I don't know what that is uh the library is doing something yeah <laughs> but back in the day I would read these like this they would send you like a joke a day mm -hmm. but I read every single joke on the website and so oh, okay. I know all about joke structure. Yeah. It was like 10. And so like jokes would come like, yeah, fuck, I've seen that. Right. But one of them was like, um, this pa pastor was going on and on in church. And it was a Lutheran. They always say it's like Lutheran or Methodist, whatever it might be. And like the, the congregation was like, can't you like make it short or something? He's like, 
Alright, I'll make you a deal. You go home, read Romans 19.3, and then next week, come in, we'll talk about it. We'll have like a short service. Yeah. And then next week they come back, and he's like, oh, who read Romans 19.3? And then all the hands shoot up. Yeah. And he's like, you're lying. <laughs> yeah, because there is it no doesn't Romans And um, so we're just going to do the, the normal thing where I talk for two hours. Nice. Yeah. And everybody in that that uh, that story is wrong because the pastor's wrong. He's an, he's an asshole. They don't. He doesn't need to talk that long. He should be out like helping the homeless or something. Right. And they're wrong because they didn't at least coordinate and say, "Hey, one of us needs to read this." Right. Week. Somebody needs to get some notes. <laughs> Not to mention, if it's just one verse, just just read it, or just. Open it up to see how long it is, at least. And if you can't find it, then be like, oh, I see what you was doing. And um, a, this other joke was like, this church had, the pastor and the congregation got some money to renovate the church a little bit the way they liked. Yeah. And people would walk in, go into the back pew, and like this thing would like shoot it up to the front row. Yeah. And then the, the pastor, clearly the pastor's thing. And um, he got up there, and the church, the uh, congregation was still smiling. And like, he got up there, and ten minutes into his sermon, trap door open, he went down. Oh my god! And that was their thing. Yeah. And like, the amount of engineering and money that would take. Right. You should just be out helping the homeless or something. <laughs> <clears throat> Everyone in that story is wrong, except for the people who wanted their pastor to shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah. Like if you can't do your you can't do your message in two minutes and connect it to your theology, yeah. You shouldn't be doing it. Right. Yeah, and I always found it weird that there's a verse in the Bible that talks about how no matter where or who you are, on what part of the planet, whether or not you have access to a Bible or not, that the Lord's message will get to you and you can receive the grace of God, even if you don't have a Bible. So, like, is the Bible really that, like, holy of a thing? Like, is it really that important? I don't, I don't know. It uh, sounds there's one verse I don't but... like. The Amish use it and the Brethren Church uses it. It's the one where, like, the women have to keep their hair up. Yeah. And that's why all the brethren women um, put their really hair in bonnets. Foreheads. Oh, okay. Put their hair in bonnets. That's like, first of all, like, I don't have a preference on women either way. If they have their hair up or not. Right. It's their choice. Right. Both can be As long as it's actually their choice and not yeah, being forced consent. upon them by a religion. But it, but that kind of undoes the Bible for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Lord needs your hair to be... <laughs> yeah. The Lord has a hair finish. Yes. The Lord needs it to be up so he can grab it like a handle when he's ready to put a baby in some virgins. That's speaking of apparently fetishes, something he likes to do. Speaking of fetishes, as I got into Georgia, for, first time in Georgia, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And I, I saw the hill. Oh, are these the foothills Dr. King was talking about? <laughs> and then, like, I thought, oh, I'm going to Andrew Havoc's house. Yeah. <laughs> with the foot fetish. <laughs> That's the why you're hills. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm here because my parents decided I had to be here <laughs> because we moved here when I was like six years old and 
I've been stuck ever since. Um, which, like, it took me so long. Like, it was probably, like, just, like, the last couple of years that I realized, like, oh, I could just, like, move somewhere. Like, I just need to, like, save up some money and have a car, which I've had at certain points, and then something always happens to it when I let anyone else drive Does it. Does Brittany ride that thing in the battle? <laughs> yeah, right? The other kitten rides on top of him, literally will grab onto his back and, like, chow down on his uh, neck or whatever. Jankers! I'm gonna start posting more pictures of them on, uh, like, Instagram and stuff. I've actually, uh, started the process of getting an OnlyFans, which I plan on using to fund comedy-related stuff and use comedically, like, non-nudity, like, not, like, just using OnlyFans as a subscription so website. So you use it to just have people to subscribe to your comedy? Yeah. It's basically just Patreon. It's just that it started getting used for all these cam girls, and then everybody thought that that's what it was for, but it's really just an all-around paid subscription thing. Do, which, you, do you have enough uh, followers for Cameo? I don't think so. Hmm. I probably have like a hundred followers. I, I don't even know if I'm at that many yet. Um, um, David Doughty talked a little bit about the cemetery. Yeah, it's let's not hear the... a funny story, but it is a story. Let's do it, cause that's one thing about this podcast is, yeah, I literally have one hundred followers exactly. Um, <laughs> I have like two hundred eighty-five. Nice. Um, two eighty-eight. Wow. Most of them are Indian men for some reason. All of a sudden, like Indian people started following me. That's interesting. And so I followed them back, cause India has all the people. Yeah. Does clan mean something else over there? I don't know. Which, by the way, anybody that's interested, I'm sure I'll put this in the intro yeah, too, yeah. but your Instagram handle is clanbuster, so yeah. that's... And you can also find weaver underscore woody, I guess. Yeah. You? Yeah. Um, oh, the graveyard. Let's... Oh, yeah, the graveyard. Um, <clears throat> previously, we had gone down to uh, Charleston, mm -hmm. and um, the first time we went down there, me and David and... Someone I'm going to refer to as Hannah North Korea. Okay. Um, there were some red flags, as David likes to say. Um, she hid in the bathroom of Home Team. You know what Home Team is? Home Team, no. They have very expensive ribs, but they're, oh, okay. they're a good restaurant. They're nice people. Yeah. Banana pudding for $5, which is good. Nice. She hid in the bathroom. She pudding, expensive ribs. Yeah. Right. She hid in the fucking bathroom. For half an hour, I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> I don't think she got anything, but like, that was. Like as soon as y'all got into the restaurant. No, she like kind of looked at the menu and then just went to the restroom to hide. Odd. And like. And it was just very yeah, weird. That's that's uh. Did she say anything when she came back out of the bathroom, or just like acted like it was totally normal and. Somewhere in between that. Yeah. But we went to the zoo because we'd been meaning to go to the zoo. I have a membership and okay. I get four uh, passes for guests. And. Uh, the Columbia and, Zoo? Yeah. yeah. And um, Riverbank Zoo, good zoo. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> the aquarium is under renovations right now. Okay. But uh, 
we just uh, never got our schedules together so we could use my guest pass or her while yeah. I was there. Only way to do it. And so we our schedules happen to coincide or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we get, so she gets to the zoo before I do. I get there. She calls me when I get there. She's like, "Oh, I snuck in." Like snuck in. Yes, there was no. A, there's no reason. There's no. There's no <laughs> cost to you. Yeah. I wanted to do this. You're getting in for free. How? Um. Well, don't actually say how she snuck in. But I don't know. She's yeah. she's a five foot one. Tur- maybe not even five foot one Turkish woman. Oh, I'm, you know who this is. Yeah, yeah, you know who this is. Is it um? Is it one of my fans? Okay. Your yeah. only fan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can mention her. Um, I mean, as long as it's not, like, incriminating that she I broke into a zoo. I don't think it's incriminating, incriminating that Angel broke into the zoo. I don't have any proof. Just that she told me. Well, <clears throat> shout out to Angel, my fan in Colombia. Stalker um, of me. <laughs> um, well, another red flag. She showed up with... Okay, I don't mind if you shave your head. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like a obviously badly shaven head. Ooh. Like, In what that's way? That's a cry for help. How do you maybe. screw that up? It's it, like a pretty simple process, right? Like just everywhere. Yeah, she didn't do that. And she did that another time at Art Bar. But yeah, just some other stuff went down in uh, in that zoo. And afterwards that I'm not going to talk about. Yeah. But it was fucked up. Hence the name <laughs> Canada, North Korea. How? Okay. And there was a bad wig, too. <laughs> I feel like needing the, um, the, I feel like there's context about the North Korea part. I don't know. But, um. A lot of bad shit goes down. There's, like, like concentration camps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, North Korea's um, awful. It's, uh. It's, uh. It's a rough one. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so, we went past the graveyard there, and she's like, hey, I don't want to go in a graveyard. <clears throat> so we didn't. Yeah. And, um, like, the second time we were there, it was just me and David. Yeah, and you figured out it was good advice not to go in the graveyard, maybe? <laughs> no, Jordan was going to be our, you know Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Smith, whatever the fuck your last name is. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know what she does. Something with numbers and computers. Yeah. And accounting. And she also does burlesque stripping. Nice. But she was going to be our guide, but timing fell through. She wasn't able to go. Yeah. And, um... So y'all were just going to the graveyard by yourselves. No, this isn't even the second... Oh, this is not this even the that's, time. Okay, I'm missing, missing the second yeah. time we, we go. We don't realize it's Magnolia. We just kind of look around. It's like this one little tiny section that's... Just not fenced off or anything. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. And um, it looks overgrown. Yeah. Just weird-ass things. like Pretty ominous. All those. Sleep in Jesus, which sounds like either a town or a drug. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a really cool drug. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like... Um... We, we realized later on, oh, that's also Magnolia, but um, everyone said, go to Magnolia. Yeah. Even under the, the picture that I posted, any suggestion for um, cemeteries in Charleston? Yeah. Go to, Ma- go to Magnolia. Like, 
it's a picture of it. But... Frequently go to cemeteries? Is this a I regular? Have... I mean, <clears throat> there was this old episode of Wife Swap where they showed his family, supposed to be this wacky, crazy family. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we do picnics in the cemetery. And at first I thought that was odd, but then, like, what else are you going to do with a cemetery? Yeah. That's a complete waste of land. It is, for real. Like, I don't think I want my body buried in the ground anyway, but, like, I've always thought that it was like, why are, why, why don't we do something else with these? Like, is burying them in a preserved box really the best way to take care of bodies? Aren't, at some point, we going to run out of space for these? Like, I'm going to, don- I'm donating myself to science. I've got all the paperwork and all, everything done. Already done? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's good. But, How, uh, uh, yeah. Cemeteries are just kind of interesting. There's history there. Yeah. Like... I would like to see this, like, go towards not having as much of a cemetery presence. It seems like it's a big moneymaker for the funeral industrial combat, mm-hmm. co- uh, construct, whatever. Complex. The, complex. Yes. And religion. There was a handshake a long time ago. Oh, yeah. And I talked to someone about a, about life insurance years ago. Yeah. And I was like, I only maybe want to do pre-plan. <clears throat> they were like... No, no, we have to do it in such a way that uh, for you to be buried. And they said the the highest driver of life insurance is the cost of land. If you're buying land for when you're dead that you can't even use. (laughs) Oh, my God. And you're putting, like, not, like, 18-gauge steel. Yeah. And wood and all this other shit in a zombie layer of concrete on top of it. Yeah. And then, like, all this other shit, like, that's weird. Even with the concrete on top of it, like, that's another thing, too, is, like, you have to reinforce either the coffin or the ground or something. Like, put something around the coffin so that when the coffin and your body decompose, it will not, like, collapse the ground in. Because, like, I mean... They're probably not going to build anything on top of a graveyard, so I guess if the ground starts sinking in, it's not that terrible. Yeah. Kind of creepy, but not that terrible. And I asked about the pre-planning, and at the time it was like $1,500. Yikes. To die. To die. Dying should be free. Dying should be the one thing that is free. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about this on one of the other podcasts, which... You probably listen to. I think you listen to a lot of them, right? I listen to some of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, talking about the process of like what I want done with my body when I die, like I would kind of just want to like get thrown into the middle of the woods somewhere so that I can be devoured by all the woodland creatures and bugs and fungi and everything and just go back to nature instantaneously instead of, you know, like cremating is kind of was always kind of appealing to me because then you're like broken up into as many different particles as you possibly can and i think that's kind of cool donating to science is always appealing because like then you're actually helping something yeah, even exactly. after you're dead you're not just rotting away mm-hmm. um which like that's sort of part of the the forest one for me too is like i'm would be my body would be providing life for all of these other organisms birds and bears and like i said fungus and ants and 
I had a teacher whose mother, um, late, late, late in life, I don't know, in her 90s, <clears throat> um, had, had developed this sudden affinity for Hooters. Oh my god. I think the reason this <laughs> came 90s. up was, like, this was a home ec class, or family consumer sciences. Ooh. Yeah. I'm a scientist. Oh my god. Uh, but, like, all of the, the women in the class, they were like, banging on Hooters. Yeah. And, like, she straight up defended them. <laughs> and, like... The, you know what? Their wigs are kind of okay. And the mother was like... it. She liked it, and they were like, you know, it's it's tasteful, and it's a nice family atmosphere. Whatever she was saying. And what? Every, were those actual defenses yes. of Hooters? That it's tasteful and family-friendly? Yes, whatever. The but two not, things that Hooters is not. Not the... But yeah, this every year her, she would go back for her birthday. Uh huh. And then there were, I don't think they paid for this, they just kind of showed up. But Hooters girls at the, the funeral at the cemetery, and they were handing out merch and everything. Oh my god. <laughs> and um, her and the, the, uh, the teacher and her brother were over by the casket, everybody else was over there. And they had Hooters stickers and they put it on the casket, and they, all laughed, they were yeah. laughing hysterically, and everybody looked over like, what the fuck is going on? They explained, oh, we have stickers for the casket. <laughs> like, oh, everybody joined it. Um, oh, my God. I need to think of cool funeral requests to put in my will. Because, like, imagine, I'm imagining that she probably put that in her will. Like, I want Stacy and Kara at my funeral from Hooters. You know the ones I'm talking about with the big boobs. But not Debbie, that bitch. Not Debbie. <laughs> and none of the cooks are invited. <laughs> But, uh, I gotta, like, I don't know, maybe, like, do, like, a, um, everybody, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a casket, like, it wouldn't be a, let's, so, my funeral would be in the woods, I'm just wrapped in some sort of shroud up to my face, like, up to my neck, maybe, just placed in the middle of the woods, and then every member of the funeral has to come up and step on my face barefoot. <laughs> One last time. I'm, I'm already buried. dead, so it doesn't matter who it I is. I want to be buried face down so they can kiss my ass. <laughs> um, Dowdy, he was like, um, okay, so this is the actual time, I think. Yes. And then, oh, we were, like, in Charleston, because, like, he used to live down there or something. He liked to show, show people around, and, um, like, we had, um... We lost our car a couple of times. We'd forgotten to take a picture of it. When yeah. I first moved to Columbia, I went to the Soda City Market. Yeah. And parked, I don't know, a little bit away because, you know, yeah. there wasn't parking anywhere else. Right. Happens sometimes. And um, I forgot to take a picture. So you take <laughs> a picture of your car every time you park? Sometimes. So that you can remember, at least when it's... You yeah. know, when it's in question, whether or not yeah. you'd be able to remember. Those times are usually quite obvious. Well, there have been times it's like right outside the fucking store. Like, yeah. where did I park? Oh, oh, every yeah. other black car. Okay. Yeah. Um, But, like, I come back from uh, the market, and yeah. I go to where I, I think it was. Right. And I was fairly certain it was, like, right around Bull Street. Mm-hmm. And um, so I spend... Four hours, like, in a grid. I didn't write this grid down or anything. Yeah. Um, 
um, searching so for your searching car. for my car. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to go to the cops, but if you and this reported, was in like a downtown like area. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want to go to the cops, but I figured insurance, if I thought it was stolen or something, right. They they would say go to the cops first, so I did, and um, they found it in ten minutes, one street over, Bowling, <laughs> Washington, one street over from yeah. where I had uh, I had uh, put it or from where I had looked. Yeah. But yeah, I was kind of running out of water, right? And I had bought this like Brazilian cake in a jar. Okay. Have you ever seen that? <clears throat> Is it like the mix in a jar, no. or they made the cake and they made the cake yeah. in a jar? I've seen, like, Pinterest videos of that. There was a Bra- Brazilian seen. student who was here to study mudslides, which I don't understand, but the state part... The like state, the geological activity or the dessert? Yeah, the geological activity. <laughs> and she, uh, the, the, the State Department wanted her here, so whatever. Okay. She probably went back to Brazil by now to, to help Lula win in Brazil. Okay. You know who Lula is? No. Look him up later. Lula... Lula da Silva. Da Silva. Hopefully he'll win in Brazil. Is it, like, what kind of athlete? He is a politician. Oh, okay, okay. Da Silva? Yeah, Brazil. Brazil. Oh, uh, you'll have to just text it yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, was... not great at spelling. Yeah, like, I asked her about the uh, cake in the jar. She's like, what else are you going to put things in? Yes, <laughs> you put it in the jar and you go. Yeah. She didn't understand the question. Ate it with a spoon. And it was like 80 degrees here, and she was in a, like a giant coat. <laughs> and like... Just still... Where was she from originally? Brazil. Yeah. She was up visiting... To so it's just that doctorate. cold comparatively here, I guess? Or? Yeah, it's like 88 all the time. Yeah. Brazil seems nice. Yeah. Um, and you got the Amazon. That's really cool. Oh, they're burning that down. Yeah, uh, Bolsonaro is an asshole. What's left is cool. Yeah. Bolsonaro fucked everything up. That I do know. Yeah. Yeah. Lula was in power for a while. Okay. He brought 50 million people out of poverty. Not just in that country. Nice. And she said that before Brazil was like all dirt floors, no appliances, no electricity. Right. And Lula got in there. Everybody had electricity. There were actual floors. Things were actually good. Yeah. And then um, Bolsonaro took him out. In a deceitful manner, he went to prison, and Bolsonaro is in power, oh illegally. God. But they just let Lula out, so is he's going to run again. any government in the world that hasn't been corrupted yet? Like, holy shit. Maybe North Sentinel Island. Shibuti. <laughs> yeah, Shibuti. Is that a real place? This, that's a country. And, holy um, shit. Did you know that... 53 out of 54 African countries have a military base of ours on it. I did not know that. I knew we had them all over the place, but I was not aware that every country in Africa. Yeah, so like... So, why then are warlords such a big problem? If we really want to be the world police, why don't we maybe take out the people who are making armies of kids fight each other? Seems like a priority. I think we're just there to prevent China from doing something. Like, that's... Oh, my God. Like, China funding North Korea and, like, us not doing a goddamn thing about North Korea 
even though like there's another goddamn holocaust going on over there right now it's horrifying what's going on over there and it's horrifying what's going on in africa we actually apparently have military bases there that we could be taking stuff taking care of some stuff but no those are pretty much like the two main like sex trafficking like all this child labor slash warfare and diamond mining and lithium mining Rihanna she got in trouble for all that mica mining stuff did you see that I did not but I wouldn't doubt it yeah, I Fenty. heard before that she's a satanist so Fenty um whatever beauty thing she has was using some kind of child labor or something did you hear about, um, oh man, I can't remember. It was some politician and then some famous actress, and they were both using this thing. It might be, no, it's not Gwyneth Paltrow, because she's got the goop thing. Um, but they're, like, using baby's blood or something in their face. Like, it's an injection in their face that uses baby's blood. Oh, God damn it, I can't remember the name. But um. it's real. And it's like... They Is this admitted from Joe it. Rogan? It was like Oprah, and no, it was um, uh, I think it was Bad Friends with Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee that they were talking about this. But they played a clip of whoever it was, and I can't remember their name. But um, they were like admitting it on a talk show. They were talking about, you know, what it is, and then they got asked like what's in it and then you look up what's in it and it's like oh that's like aborted fetus blood or something or no it was it was definitely like just children's blood i don't know but that's basically q it's i mean like it's kind of also like i'm becoming more and more convinced every day that donald or that uh baron trump is a time traveler i mean <laughs> It's just, there's a lot of coincidences, okay? Maybe you're his father and you just don't know it. It's entirely possible at this point. No, he's from the past. He's here from the past to fix the future. It's a prophecy. There's a book about it. It was written like 200 years ago. Literally uses the name Baron Trump and tells a story about this little kid who goes forward in time to his future, like, descendant, Donald Trump, running for president. In 2016, it's ridiculous. There's a couple of places where it falls apart. But also, Donald Trump's uncle, or great-uncle, maybe, um, sold, or, uh, confiscated all of Nikola Tesla's time travel equipment after Nikola Tesla died. All of Nikola Tesla's experiments and stuff got confiscated by Donald Trump's relative. Dowdy, I know this isn't the same Tesla, but Dowdy had a joke about how Red Bank, where he used to be from, yeah, um, has Tesla charging stations now. Oh, yeah, I saw on Instagram he posted about that. Yeah, and I, I, I said in my bet last night that um, that's because Tesla and... Um, I'm going to fuck this up, but oh well. Uh, both Tesla and Red Bank are known for setting shit on fire. Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. Um, um, sorry, go ahead. But Dowdy, um, yeah, <clears throat> at the uh, cemetery. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, cemetery. yeah. <laughs> we went by and we couldn't, like, figure out how to get into the one part. So we just kind of looked at the one part and we figured out, 
oh, you can get in this way over here to see the Confederate generals. Yeah. And Dowdy was hungry, and um, I didn't get a, re- a report on these tacos until I listened to this podcast. Oh, really? They, they were they were good. Yeah. But Solid we tacos. went and got ta- a pick out, uh, t- takeout for him from some taco place, and came back, drove into the cemetery. Right. And um, like he was he parked and he was eating his tacos, and I looked at all the different like graves, and there was one that was like. Lovely little lady, little lady, and then there was the the one, the third one was just kind of blank, just the name. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to that person. So they d- just didn't have a name on it. It had a name, just no like cute saying. Oh yeah. I don't okay. know who they pissed off. Yeah right. Everybody else gets a nickname in the graveyard. Yeah. Um. That's also odd, little lady. Yeah. That's. I mean, what year did they die? It was a long time ago. A long time ago? Like hundreds of years? Or like... Sometime in the last 150 years, I think. Okay. I mean, it... I guess it's like a... Like back in the day, Southern Belle thing. Little lady. Come on, little lady. Get along, little lady. It sounds like something you'd call your dog. I don't know. It's like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's the South. Like, I had this um, thing while ago, like, how every woman in the South is somehow a beauty pageant contestant. Yeah. Um, with Miss in front of the first name. <laughs> and how, like, that's so close to... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say this full thing, but it goes back to slavery. Yeah. Master. Right. Yeah. And, like, all that stuff. Yeah, the whole, like... I never, like, even since being a child, been cool with the whole, like, Mr., Mrs., yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Like, yeah, but I, even that, but for the name, like, like, the first names. Like, yeah. In, like, in Pennsylvania, like, in the North, and I guess everywhere else, maybe, in the 70s, it was like, it's none of your business whether it's Miss or Mrs., so we're going with Ms., like, MS, yeah. period. Right. And they just skipped that here completely. Like, the 1970s didn't happen at all. Right. But the 1870s definitely did. <laughs> yeah. That was the rest of the joke, I think. Yeah. They're still, um, um still hanging on down here. But, yeah, the, they're still calling me Mr. The black people are still calling me a master, I should say. Yeah, it's... It's rough. Yeah. I don't, like, when is Mr. gonna get canceled? Although, I don't know, I uh, used to work at an after-school program called Bricks for Kids, and I absolutely adored when all these little kids were calling me Mr. Andrew. It was... Oh, you don't know what you're talking about, little children. <laughs> yeah, but it was adorable. It's just, uh, you know, and I mean, I think the definitions of words are meant to change and form to the society that they're in. That's the whole point of the... That's the whole point of words in general. It's stuff we made up to communicate a certain thing, and we're allowed to change it whenever we want because it only means what we agree it means. So if we change what it, we agree it means, then it can be whatever we want. And that is not me arguing that everybody should be able to say the N-word. What I am saying, there are Jim words... Jim Rogan can do that for you. Yeah, right. I'll, let, I'll leave it to him, even though I don't... <laughs> can't remember a single time he said it but the you know we pretty much agreed that 
certain people can't say that. And I agree that, you know, like I just said, the word is, means what we agree it means. And we all kind of, well, most of us agree that, you know, certain people can, can't say that. There's certain people that can, certain mm. people that can't. I'm cool with that. Like the Confederate generals. <laughs> and so, like, I They're was looking, allowed, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, um, yeah, I was looking at all the different statues, and there was one in particular, I didn't quite get a picture, because I think that night is whenever my, my camera's, my native camera on my phone started to fuck up. Mm. Might have been the night before, I don't know. because of the ghosts. Yeah, all the ghosts. Ghosts in the... Otterbox. Machine. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of another word for shell, so. But, yeah, like, I, I had to download a another camera to use. Yikes. And so, like, it has ads or something. Android, so. am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've only needed the one camera app the entire time I've had my phone. Yeah, and so I was looking at, like, this... This monument to this one guy it had a bunch of different names on all these different losers. And David's like, hey, man, we gotta go. Yeah. And so I run over and he starts to leave. Yeah. And, like, he's like, they're closing the place down. And, like, oh, okay. And it's still, like, light out at this it's point, It's still right? light out. Yeah. And, um, like, on the sign it has, like, two different times to close. And it's a little confusing. Right. And David's dyslexic. Oh. And he was charge of re- re- in charge of reading the signs. Right. And so, like... God, it's cool. They close at nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he said, like, the dude in an F-150, like, locked it up. I was, like, waved his hand after David had, like, said, hey, we're in here. Because dude saw us. Yeah. Dude definitely saw us. Yeah. He, like, waved, like, as if to say, ah, fuck off. Yeah. And he drove off into the other part of the cemetery that was also gated. And was about to lock that one, right? Yeah. Ooh. And so, David tells me to run over to the other side of the the cemetery and see if I can see the F-150. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I can't, and I t- text him that, and he, like, comes over. And we were, like, yeah, he texts me, like, I'm literally behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is not a very effective way to tell a story, but it doesn't fucking matter. Um... <clears throat> So he just voluntarily jumps over the fence. I'm like, if you'd offered, I would have. Right. And um, oh, again, no, our car is locked in there. Anyway. Our car is locked in there. So like, right. Yeah. And so he goes over to the other part, and he tells me to um, call Doug Allen, who's like, I don't know if you know Doug Allen that well. No. Not really the kind of person I would think would be. The kind of person to have the worth ethic to bring bolt cutters or maybe oh, shady so enough to do with to this. to try and bring something to help out? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm locked somewhere. I need a comic. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I and I, called, I uh, tried to call Jordan. She's a stripper. Okay. And she, she was Probably also Probably more reliable than a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Mona Bender, she's, I think this at the time, that... I don't know if she thought she would have been entertained or what, but she didn't pick up either. She's Native American, and she's like, I kind of imagine now, like, why? Because I can do some kind of Native American sham to get you out. Right. <laughs> Racist ass. Control all. the ghosts again, you know. <laughs> Is that a Native American cemetery? <laughs> no. I need you to at least not do a rain dance right now. 
And we both we both called the cemetery and left messages evidence. Yeah. And so right. Like, yeah. David missed. And David evidence. came back, jumped the fence again, and uh, the he was in a real rush to get out of this fucking thing. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah. once you're locked in, it becomes very urgent. Like to get he out. must really like signing up for open mics or getting back to insurance. I guess yeah. they had kids or something. <laughs> but like, I don't really think it would have been that big of a deal to be stuck there because we had a car, shelter, food, water, place yeah. to piss. Was it a weekend? Was it like they weren't going to be back for a long time? No, or... no, they would be back the they next day. They would have been back in the morning, right? Yeah. yeah. But still, I, I don't want to be like locked into a cemetery. If I'm there on my own will and I could leave at any point in time, I'm cool with it. But like, if Can I'm locked in... Can they tell that I pissed on the Confederate general? Or right. if I stayed there overnight? I would say. Yeah, does the general um, care? Um... um well, it's a Confederate general. I want it to be yeah. offended. Never got its pronouns, so I don't know. What. Um, but um, David had a um, hammer and a tire iron in his car. Nice. And he jumped the fence again. Yeah. And um, cut it off. Yeah. And um, I forgot that I had some luck, luck picking skills from church. Didn't from church? To, yeah. How the hell do you have lock picking skills from um, church? I heard you could pick locks with a paper clip, and so one time I, I tried it on the church door. Nice. And like the guy, I guess, guy who was in charge of the group, like came through. Like none of the kids read me out, but like he came to unlock the door. And he was like, "Oh, it's already unlocked. Oh well, that's odd." <laughs> yeah, and just completely ignored it. Yeah. Just completely ignored it. But you'd totally forgotten that you could totally just. Pick this lock really quick with a paper clip. Yeah. And, I mean, was it one that you could have picked? It I was think a key. So. It wasn't like it wasn't a, a, it was it wasn't a combination. Yeah. Um, but like I guess also like it can't be it can't have been that strong of a lock. So I assume if it was like really super urgent, like you were getting chased by a zombie, <laughs> you could bust the car through that thing. Yeah, with minimal said, damage to a lot of different things. David said if we slowly, like, put pressure on it with the car, we could yeah, it'll those. break it. Yeah, and then but we went. That's scratches on the car. You're damaging the gate. It's better if you can just pop the lock off. Yeah, and then like the the round part of the gate that you would put into a door. Yeah. Um, the U part, uh, we put back in just to kind of dummy lock it. Right. Yeah. Just like wanna... if, if you look at all the have you ever seen X Men? Yes. I mean, um, wait, you're talking about which X Men? Um, whenever Magneto was a kid in Auschwitz, mm, like yes. when he tore open the the gates. Yes. Like every gate looks like that. Oof. So this must happen all the time. Yikes! <laughs> They're just locking people in. Yeah. I mean, like it's like I said to David, you were about to be vampire food. You're there to feed a certain creature that roams the grounds of the... Neil deGrasse Tyson has this question about vampires. Mm -hmm. Why can't people bite, bite the vampires and make them back into humans? Because humans don't have venom? It also depends on which, like, universe of vampires you're talking about. Because a lot of vampires, it's based on, like... I have to get you to drink my the vampire blood, and then you turn into a vampire, which seems more realistic. Um, 
Yeah, but... I mean, I guess you could say the same thing for zombies, but it's like, with zombies, they're transferring a virus to you. You can't just, like... I mean, maybe if you were vaccinated, you could, you know, get vaxxed, and then you bite the zombie, and then they're vaxxed by venom of the vaccination. Or you just keep vaccines in your canines, and you just have an injector... Yeah, I'm going to the dentist next week, but I'm also on the travel team for work, so I might have to do do a business trip on that day. Yeah. For like two weeks. I don't know. But yeah. I need some fillings and maybe one removed, but we'll see. Yeah. And then get syringes in your yeah. canines. Yeah. That's the next step. But like, have you ever seen the chance the rapper of him, like as a ghost on SNL? I don't think so. Okay, so there was this an SNL where I'm pretty sure it was Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Like, all the ghosts in the cemetery were, like had to sing a song of how they died. Yeah. And he had a 9-volt battery stuck up his ass. Oh, my God. And that's how he died, and he didn't want to sing that. But I imagine that what, what that's what might have happened at that cemetery. Yeah. All the, uh, all the generals or whatever. I guess privates, too, maybe. I don't know the, the rules. Yeah. They start coming alive. They start coming alive and, and singing. racist songs. Yeah. About how they died. That's like Timmy Clasius's bit, like... Yes! <laughs> like, now when I go up there, I just say, I was stuck in a cemetery and Timmy didn't do shit. Yeah, right. Oh, man. But then we went to an open mic and, um, we, like, it was pretty raw. Yeah. And we did, <laughs> we talked about the cemetery. Right. They made yeah. it easy. Yeah. How did that, um, it went well then? But yeah, and I also mentioned something that didn't like get a lot, but there were like six people there. Yeah, I mean, um, open mics are open mics. It's um, when I was in the fifth grade. Have you ever clapped erasers? Have I ever what? Clapped erasers. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, but at or like old. Sunday school, not yeah, real Sunday. school, because <laughs> I was homeschooled. So. Oh. Yeah. You and Bonnie, Kate Austin need to, you need to get her on this. Who? She was homeschooled. Nice. The bartender at NBT. Oh, okay. Awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've met her before. Yeah. Follow her story. She's like sewing and shit. Oh, okay. Hell um, yeah. It's very interesting. I think that show should get an Emmy. Um, I'm always down to interview some homeschool kids. I mean, not all of them. Some of you are weirdos. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and on our way back to Columbia... Um, he's driving, and he falls ill. Yeah. He starts to have to throw up and stuff. David? Yeah. Oof. And I think there's something about Talk jumping ups. fences oh. <laughs> and drinking beer that mm. doesn't go together. Yeah. I, uh, mm, yeah. I'd say it's a combination of all of the above, of the, like, super adrenaline rush stress out of being locked in a cemetery right after eating tacos so like your stomach is still trying to digest and then boom adrenaline and you gotta like climb your way out of this cemetery and bust under the lock and like whatever and then you go and you do an open mic and you're drinking and you're like you know having the stress of being on stage while still kind of like giving yourself a even more of an adrenaline rush because a you're on stage and b you're telling the story of the thing that just gave you an adrenaline rush so you're reliving it at the same time I think a lot of that, probably. And then, like, yeah. Added and up. And so I, he has this giant SUV. 
and mm-hmm. I have a tiny little compact car. Right. And so I had to take over driving. Oh god. For like an hour and a half. Yeah, and that, that was can be, that was a thing. That can be. Uh, was it terrifying or empowering? Because sometimes when you yeah. You just in that situation you just kind of take responsibility. Do it. Right. But, like, switching from, like, a little tiny car to, like, a high-up, like, big car. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, you don't have the maneuverability or the navigational prowess, and you might flip the car. But, uh, yeah. I think I feel a little bit safer in bigger cars. <laughs> yeah, but I can fit in things. Yeah, true. Parking spots, like, Definitely easier to find in little compact cars. I started learning how to drive. The very first car I ever drove was a 15-passenger church van. So, yeah. Did it have windows? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it good. was just a regular passenger van. It had all the windows on it. It was like a... I can't remember whether the first one was a Dodge or a Ford. Dodge or a Chevy. It was always Dodge or Chevy, I think. But we swapped. We had both at some point. Not at the same time, but... You know. Um, but uh, the clapping erasers thing, I remember what that was. Yeah. Yeah, in fifth grade, I I, I, uh, I don't think it was a punishment. I went, we clapped erasers outside. And um, so I got done, cla- I did it outside, got done clapping the erasers. Yeah. And I realized that the door, like, locks from the inside, you know, if the same thing... Yeah, the school door. Yeah, the school door. Like, Couldn't open it. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, post-Columbine, mm, barely. And yeah. some white kid got kidnapped once, and we had to fortify everything. Oh, my god! And so none of the doors were open. It was, like, the playground was locked. There was, yeah. like, a giant fence. And I just kind of had to wait until Rachel Offman came down and uh, let me out. Yeah. Let me in, rather. Right. Just another lockout, lock-in experience. Did you ever uh, go to, like, lock-ins on purpose? Like, uh, you get, like, it's usually, like, a church group or something, and they do, like, a lock-in at the church, and they just have all the youth group or whatever get together and stay at the church overnight. And they just... I feel like there may have been one or two things like that. I feel like those are just kind of asking for underage children, or underage pregnancies. Like, even if it, like, especially if it's at a church. Like, I'm, I think I had been to one of those, but I don't think it was even, like, an overnight thing. It was just, like, until midnight, because I think that church had kind of realized, like, you don't want to have to watch 30 to 40 you know, under 16-year-olds in a building. You had 30 to 40 under 16-year-olds? That was, um, that was a different church. That was West, West Side Baptist. I used to, we would go there for activities because the church that my parent, that my dad was the pastor of, had a total of, like, 15 members, including 10 of us being my family, and then the other five being people over the age of 70. So, there was no youth group there. There was nobody else to talk Baptist. to. Baptists, are those the ones who don't dance? Yes. Yeah, they don't dance. Um, you're allowed to You're allowed to decide when you get baptized, which I feel like is 
probably a better thing than most. Yeah, but, no conscripted baptisms. But it but is... But you don't decide it is, for the other person. Yes. Without their consent. Right. But it is, like, I don't know, it's the, um, just the tip equivalent of baptism. Or the, like, come on, baby, you don't want to give me blue balls. It's like, you don't want to give God blue balls and wait until you're 14 to get baptized, do you? What if you die now? And they're, like, constantly saying, like, you're going to go to hell if you die right now, so you better get baptized as soon as you can. And they really, really push that stuff. Also, like, they're all about the, like, full submersion baptism versus, like, just the sprinkling on your head or whatever. Which, once again, is it a magic spell? Or is it a ritual? Or is it a, you know, symbolic? Do we get tax exemption for this? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, um... But, yeah, so that, that was a really big... It's a big church around here uh in augusta all of the really rich families not all of them but a lot of the really rich like doctors and lawyers and stuff go to west side baptist so um <clears throat> although i think probably now a lot of them are in those like mega church type places like true north or journey you ever been in one of those no. Well, kind of, maybe like once or twice. It was, uh, it's a weird experience. Because it's like did they stadium have, like, church. Do they have it like a thing in the door that automatically charges your card? <laughs> no, but they have a gift shop. And you can put your card on file for tithing. And you can, um, like set up a subscription online where you just tithe money. And, uh, they've got like no less than, I'd say, 12. 70 plus inch televisions in the lobby including you know those big screens that are like touch screens that they put in mcdonald's now to order your food on like they've got those but they're like projecting like true north stuff or whatever and like it's just a very showboaty church way of doing things uh you said the gift shop uh did you know guantanamo bay since it's a military base has a gift shop what yeah, you can get, like, snow globes and shit. Snow globes? Yes. So, in these snow globes, <laughs> does it have a falsely accused, or a in, uh, wrongly accused, quote, terrorist currently being waterboarded, but, like, the waterboard, it's, like... The guy is over him with a bucket, and then all the snowflake pieces are actually, like, blue, so it looks kind of like water, and then you shake it up, and It would it's have to be, because there's no snow in Cuba. Yeah, right. It's waterboarding snow globes. A fanny pack. Yeah. Oh, my God. A fanny pack that says, I went to Guantanamo Bay, and all I got was this lousy fanny pack. Oh, my God. That's a different cat. Yes. That is Barry. He is the void. He's more nervous than the, the other void? one. The void? The void. He's totally black. Can't see oh. him hardly ever. Um, that and he's very skittish. He goes around hiding. I think it comes with the fur. Not to be a cat racist, but I think all black cats are scared. Um, yeah. So, uh... 
think we could probably go ahead and wrap up. I think we got plenty yeah. here. We've talked about all sorts of death and abortion <laughs> and graveyards. And we got abortion the... isn't a be- is a beginning. Yeah. Like I had have never. Is it, I've when I've done phone banking, I've only had one good phone call mm-hmm. between Hillary and Planned Parenthood. Okay. And um, like it wasn't even my phone call. So what is phone banking? It's when you call people to try to get something organized or get them to do to try to get them to collect get data at the no. very least. <laughs> well, that, there, there's different kinds of Planned Parenthoods. There's like different like tax things, like mm-hmm. one for the healthcare, one for voting, activism, whatever. Um, right. But the, the person, okay, it's supposed to be a dude that we were looking forward to talk to. Yeah. And a woman picked up, and she said, he doesn't live here anymore. I kicked him to the curb. Why is that a positive phone call? Because she doesn't have to deal with his shit anymore. Yeah, right. So that's a beginning. Okay. Yes. But what? Were, so you were saying about the, there was only one time that you got. Oh, that was it. Oh, okay. That yeah. was it. How long <sighs> was that? Uh, we are at two hours, almost. Well, hour 50. Is there anything you want to plug before we i mean art um, bar you're always there you go to new brooklyn generally i'm at uh new brooklyn 8 30 mondays or maybe they start at eight they're they're requiring vaccination proof so that's mm-hmm. kind of going a little slower right um art bar 8 30 tuesdays um i was told by savant that i might ha- there might be a show in october with me and david dowdy and some other people nice hell yeah uh, well, charleston i don't know when that's gonna be definitely look out for that i'm sure you'll plug it on insta, yeah, insta and everything yeah so like I said, weaver gives a score woody and then clan Buster. either one finds it yep and then my twitter is some, something of, of my name. Okay. Weaver, Woody, whatever it yeah. is. Woody Weaver. YouTube's Woody Weaver. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming out and, like, yeah. had an awesome yeah. love this episode. Deep. Yeah, but Got it. if it was really that secret, you wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah. Like-